This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast. And I'm your host, Jonathan Rose. And I have my beautiful co-host, Shay, here with me. How you doing, Shay? Doing great. Doing great, doing great. So, mm-hmm. today, we're going to drop a good podcast on y'all titled, Laws of Attraction. Let's go. And we've just been sitting around here and discussing, so we felt like dropping a podcast on what we've been talking about around the house. And the Laws of Attraction popped into my head a few weeks ago, and I was just trying to break it down and kind of find my own understanding of what it means, the laws of attraction. And I looked mm-hmm. up the definition, and it's defined as the spiritual belief that positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experiences into a person's life. Yep. Do you believe that, Shana? I absolutely do. I definitely think that, I think it's why I tap into being so gracious. I think it's why I tap into being so, um, you know, looking for the silver lining, mm-hmm. looking for God and everything, the things that I don't understand I really do believe in, you know, trying to lean on God and not my own understanding, like th- those sorts of things. Yeah. I do all that because I want to welcome something positive out of whatever might be negative and keep that going. Right. I, I believe so. it too, right? Because I feel like that's kind of our natural human navigation of if you do right, right or folly. I kind of, I don't know if that's something from the Bible or... I mean, my daddy used to always tell me, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you do right, right will follow you. You do wrong, reap wrong what you sow. Yeah, you reap what you sow, mm-hmm. or consequences come with actions. And, <clears throat> excuse me, in the world we live in today, sometimes we forget that the positive or negative thoughts that we have in our head makes our realities mold into our mindsets. Absolutely. And the it's just the world we live in, right? Because even... You can go out there and get put your best foot forward and still lose. Mm-hmm. That's still reality as well. 100%. But what I'm trying to get around to here is how in life we just feel like we always disadvantage. Yeah. It's always an, an excuse of why stuff happened to us. It just can't be life. Mm-hmm. We, we just can't fall short. We had to fall short because of X, Y, Z. We had to fall short because of blah, Z, blah. It, had, it has to be an explanation. It just can't be, oh man, it was just a... Shortcoming. It, yeah, just, it, just, it just won favor for you. Sorry. Yeah. Move on. It's always got to be a no. It won favor for you because uh, you was missing this and they had, like, mm-hmm. it's it's not always an extravagant unpacking um, detailed into everything. Sometimes it's just unfortunate. That was a, uh, that was unfortunate for you. You have to get past it and be okay with going and achieving better and more elsewhere. And it's also like you're saying, like, it's not just like it did happen, but that's not going to stop a positive outcome down the line. Yeah. It it, it doesn't hinder you from being great. Exactly. And better as days go on. It's just that one day you don't get back and it was bad, but that's okay. Exactly. I think that's where we kind of lose sight of playing the long game and having, you know, longer vision. Like Mm -hmm. there are going to be tough days. That's just going to happen. But the positive outcome and the, the bank of how much is in the positive, the negative, the positive bank can still be higher. Yeah. It's just a matter of what we decide to hold on to and think about. You know, like we said, negative thoughts bring negative experiences. You are right. And man, my 
my life journey because I've been an athlete for a majority of it. And through athletics and sports, I feel like you can learn a lot of life lessons. And I, I sure did. And I took a lot of growing experiences from just being an athlete. And this positive and negative thought process is a natural uh, cognitive thinking for an athlete. Mm -hmm. Because we have to. When you go into competition, you have to think super positive to get 100%. your best out of yourself. You can't go into any sports round, competitive round with negative with a negative mindset. You'll never be successful. That's it. I, I, I can almost wholeheartedly guarantee you nobody with a negative mindset has won or is a consistent successful winner. Mm -hmm. And what I want to get into unpacking laws of attraction now is like traumas, man. I um, so it's a spiritual belief that positive and negative thoughts bring positive and negative experience into a person's life. But what about the thoughts and stuff that don't come from that person? It's put on them from others. So what yeah. I'm trying to say, what about a child that experiences trauma from his parents mm -hmm. or trauma from his siblings? Mm -hmm. He might, he or she might be a good person, but the things around them and happening to them might be negative things. Yeah. How do you keep your positivity through negative experiences happening to you out of your control? And my, my breakdown for that is... It takes a lot of discernment, man. And yeah. it's it's not like a one-day process. That's that's going to take some time and some, some living life and going through some growing experiences and some some uh, trial and error to get through. Mm -hmm. It ain't going to be no put a Band-Aid on and it's okay. It's going to take process. And I, I love that we understand and are together, man, and, uh, together, man, and being together mm -hmm. uh, process. We understand that every day is going to take intentionality and work from us to be positive and to work out of negative. Exactly. But what I'm getting to with this, some people aren't even of age. Yeah, to understand. They don't have the maturity level yet. Some yeah. people are just baseline not mature enough. I don't care if they are of age. Some people are older and still immature. Mm -hmm. So if we going through all these traumas, this, that, and the thirds, and also not getting the understandings how do we stay out of these detrimental mental blocks of of life i i totally hear you and i think what you got to remember or we all have to remember is mm -hmm. that each of us are living our own life yeah right so whether we want to say life is happening to us or we're willing to take accountability for things that are happening to us to get an experience that's positive out of life you have to participate in that mm -hmm. So you have to be super intentional about figuring out the things that are hindering you. What are the traumas or the thing or the privileges that have kind of impacted the way you see the world? Identify them so that when you're walking into whether it's a relationship or a career shift or any different experience, you can be mindful of the fact that I've gone through this mm -hmm. and it sometimes hinders my lens. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. So how do you how would you address this person? Okay. So they, it's a man. Mm -hmm. He comes from a two-parent household that was, uh, that was divorced. Mm -hmm. So he watched his parents get divorced and go through divorce. In his relationships, as he grew up, uh, he never really had a woman be serious with him. They entertained with him, but nobody ever lasted a, a long period of time with him. Yeah. So he never really had a long commitment in a relationship. So he's normalized temporary relationships mm -hmm. when it comes to his time of finally wanting to be married is it is it his fault that he can't uh, 
find that partner. Yeah, he can't with. he can't manifest what he wants mm. out of it, or is it the things that happen to him have permanently left in a stain that mm-hmm. he is naturally just naturally, naturally bound by. Yeah, he, he don't want to feel it, but his experiences have mm-hmm. molded him into that's the only understanding he has to yeah. pull on. Yeah, you know what? And I think for that person, I would. Mm-hmm first unpack what he witnessed or what mm. he thinks he witnessed mm. in his parents um, as two people and not in the role of them being his parents. Right. Because they are different roles, right? Mm. Like they are in fact his parents, but they're also two individuals who are supposed to be lovers, who have their needs. And has he witnessed whether those needs have been met? Has mm. he even spoke to his parents about why they think it didn't work out? Mm. Right? To have that understanding, to then learn from the mistakes of those around us. Right, and take that into when we meet somebody and trying to figure out what we want and don't want. Right. I think being able to unpack that that those elements and those moments better equipped us when we're walking into new relationships and when we're picking just the people we want in our lives in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't doubt that those moments are gonna impact how he sees the world, but he might also have a friend who's in a healthy relationship. Right. He might have an uncle in a healthy relationship. He might you, there might be examples that he might not be choosing to to prioritize or focus on. Because all he can think about is how it didn't work out with his parents. How does he stop seeing life through that lens when it's so real to him or her or whoever the person is? Yeah. How do you get past it when it's such, it's suchly, it's so deeply rooted in your Mm -hmm. reality. It's so like face card value. Everything I've experienced and felt was that. How are you telling me that that other stuff that's good that I've never felt? How can you tell me that's for me when I've never like you said, he might have an uncle, but his, his lens, his glasses, just still on. On his he, he can't see that. He can't see something that he's never experienced. I understand, but I think what he has to do is recognize that he's not them, mm. and they're not him. Right. And that's just important to say. Why did? Why do you guys feel like it didn't work out? So I can identify the things that I need, and to be also aware of the things that I'm similar to you guys as, mm. so I don't go out searching and finding and and repeating history. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's about recognizing that. There are things that we do get from our parents. And there are things that our parents have done because they're human that have scarred us. But when we recognize that they're human, we almost add a layer of compassion to being, this moment really bothered me. And me being human, this is how I felt about it. But me also recognizing that you're doing your best. I don't have to carry it with so much weight. Yeah, because when you you trap people in in the role that you see them in, you, you don't give them the chance to explain exactly or the opportunity to grow yeah we don't give them the opportunity to be like that was me at this time but today i'm who i am you know what i'm saying so i think that's what's so important about it i think we have to pull apart the fact that each and every single one of us are human and going through different things and yes we come together to make things work but it's like our relationship you know like i have needs you have needs and we're very attentive to what those needs are Mm. while still being also clear that i want you to be the best you period and yeah. that matters to me and I like who you are as a person and that's why I always choose you every single day not just because of who you are with me but you on your own history and all that all really matters to me and you gotta thank though because you, you're speaking so much good stuff right now but you you gotta stay level three with me and the world that we know we living in right mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there that have these energies and have this want to that we also have and we've also put into play yeah but they still trying to find a way to put it into play because they don't really see Mm -hmm. themselves as being able to reciprocate that totally and like i said man you did our self work at first but it's still some people out there that 
don't know how to do self work thinking they're doing self work. Mm -hmm. They think they're healing themselves, but they 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 really don't have an, a grasp of it fully yet. And when they think they up and they go back down, they get even more depressed and more totally. in this hole because they was like, but I was just here and not understanding process. Exactly. Like, it's a roller coaster. You got to know it's going to fluctuate at some point in time, but just Absolutely. know just how you went down, you can go right back up. Exactly. But sometimes we don't see that. We was like, no, bro, I was just up. I shouldn't be back down. Like We don't see certain mm -hmm. things that should happen to us because now I want to get into like, we just unpacked the traumas of other people's negatives on people but what about other people's positive and graces on people like privilege what about and we call them karens out here in the world why are karens so crazy in this world because they have a perception of the world's not supposed to do certain things to them yeah the people aren't supposed to come off a certain way to them specifically yeah and privilege is the most damaging thing for a human to experience in this world because it's all fiction yeah like pri privilege is basically grace that's somebody else's compassion for you. Mm -hmm. It's nothing that you've earned. And I feel like most privileged people in this world feel disadvantaged when stuff don't go their way. Yeah, they're entitled. And it's so detrimental because that creates a conflict and and why I'm just gonna be transparent with the world we live in today, racism, all that. If we take privilege out of some of this stuff, we can come to an understanding on some of these issues. But the reason we can't come to an understanding on some of these issues is because some people still look at privilege as normal. It's like, no, I'm I'm of this color, of this race, of this gender. I can do that. And you just can't because you just it doesn't uh, apply to you. And that's not a real statement, but we but we established it into our culture as real, as law. I think what it is too is it's it's entitlement and it's not the notion of putting yourself in someone else's shoes, the inability to do that mm -hmm. dehumanizes another person. Because while you in your experience of life can feel like a human, you can't tap into those human elements for somebody else that you could never see or consider what they might be going through. Mm. And that's also the piece about privilege, right? It's the fact that I should be able to yell at somebody and they not have a response because I'm upset. Yeah. I don't really care how you feel. This is all about me. You know what I'm saying? It's the lack of consideration for the rest of the world around you. And 100%. the people who do that, the people who have, let's say, racist tendencies or are Karens, I can guarantee that it's not uh, just a reality of how they are with different races, mm -hmm. but amongst people that are, that are in their lives that look just like them. Yeah. Because it stems from the inability of feeling like you can have sympathy and compassion with somebody else. It's really, it stems from the fact that you think the world should look like one thing and that you're the only person who feels and has needs and that you can tap into, right? Yeah. Like you might recognize that people say they want things, but you just can't also wrap the, the human aspect of it. And that's unfortunate because that'll always play out to how you see the world. It'll play out to work and maybe that person not getting a promotion. It isn't strictly with things of race. Mm -hmm. It's how they walk and see the rest of the world. And that's what's detrimental about that as well. Yeah. And that's sick, man, because it's tough. That that's another hindrance of growth. Absolutely. Uh absolutely. Ego and, and stuff of that of that nature in which we talk about somebody seeing their self as more important than everybody else around them is detrimental because everybody you bump into is gonna be uh, confrontational and conflict and it's going to be a big unpacking every time anybody interacts with you which is going to make 
day-to-day -day life hard. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're seeing in today. Like, we're unpacking some stuff in today's world. I'll be like, bro, are people not just people no more? Are we really talking about this? Yeah. And it's just sad because somebody out there said you were born not to be able to do this to me. I was like, how can somebody have that understanding that yeah. somebody was put on this earth to X, Y, Z to them? And it's it's just the self-centeredness of it, right? Yeah. I don't even think they're factoring in the other people. I think they're just thinking about themselves. And it goes into my realm as well, like of being an athlete. Because I want to I wanna pivot a little bit on what we're talking about now. Like, what are some things that we do to attract some things that we want through yeah. by the understanding of laws of attraction, right? Mm -hmm. But even in football, I was a positive player. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm going to go out here and work out. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then I'll go out there and then one person can be like, well, look at your little skinny self. Well, you ain't no football player. Go sit down. He just shattered my whole world. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, but that's the world we live in, right? Like, you can be as encouraged as you want to, but right when the world tells you who you is, it becomes your reality yeah you might really and beyond it. that it be, it become you exude it yeah you start to imitate what's being projected on you mm -hmm. and i'm trying to even as an athlete i don't know why we imitate what we know we aren't up until we can finally find that that gump that confidence to break out of it and be ourselves again mm -hmm. why do we go with the narrative knowing like dang that don't fit me but like what? What's that? But why? Why do we have this acceptance in us? And I think it's just being scared to to trust self. Yeah, and to be different. To be different, and beyond that, to stand on your ten toes, knowing that. Uh, you well, you heard what he said. But what about me? I did the work. Exactly. I know what I got. I know what this heart got in it. Mm -hmm. But I just let him shatter everything I believe in my head and in my heart with his coming. Yeah. That was probably based off of nothing. Hundred <laughs> percent. So. It's just hard and, um, to get back to the question. What are some things that we do to attract things that we want? I built up this wall of confidence. Mm -hmm. There was nothing nobody could tell me that couldn't physically come out there and do it to me. Yeah. So I'm a football player. If you tough, knock me off my feet. That's all. I'm. If you can't do it, I don't hold no weight for when you talk. Yeah. You can go talk circles around me and guess what? I'm still going to be as cold as I always been. Mm -hmm. But it's that one guy that come out there and actually can can walk in how he talking, he gonna get my respect. He got my attention a little bit. Yeah. I'm gonna show him a little bit more. I'm gonna I'm show up my my best self just because he challenged me. Yeah. The other guys, I'm showing up my best self just because I know y'all ain't got it. Mm -hmm. I, can, I can't even, I don't want them to gain the confidence. The other guy I was just talking about, I got respect for. Now, okay, we can go head to head because you respect yourself, I respect myself. Now we can go and have some friendly, uh, healthy competition. These other guys, I got to I got to tear them down because they don't even got it, but they feel like they can talk it. Yeah. And and it goes back to like what I, that's how I keep myself above game. So exactly. I, to keep myself from entering those negative spaces, I overly shoot positive because even in other podcasts, we unpack how I used to use negative talk yeah. to also motivate myself. Mm -hmm. But what we also unpacked in that same breath, that's why I, I was depressed. I overly heart myself to keep my, to get myself back up to the top. I talk to myself horrible. Yeah. Because I know that'll light my fuel. But that, even lighting that fuel, I burnt some stuff up around me that I needed to keep. But mm -hmm. to, to get me back going, I had to I had to set everything afire. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's some stuff that I lost and I can't get back. Because of that approach. Through, through those experiences. So, yeah, I just wanted to unpack with you. Like, what are some things that you...
can think of on the top of your head or some things that you do to attract things that you want? I think the, the main thing that I try to do is, is you know, determine what it is that I do want. Mm -hmm. I think I can easily think that I, I want a plethora of things because I can, there's not anything that I think is off limits. Mm -hmm. So I have to be very clear and specific about my wants and my needs because then in that case, I can ensure that I get the actual result that's gonna, that, I'm, that I've wanted the whole time, you I know what you. I mean? So I feel like I, I'm really critical about being specific because that can be very indecisive. Mm. So I really aim to be specific and then I do everything in my power on a day-to-day -to, -day to pour into myself so I can show up my best self. Because I think if I don't, I know the level of moodiness that I can experience in a day. Nice. And so I'm very critical about, you know, I gotta pray first thing in the morning, I listen to gospel, put on a podcast, do some journaling, those things that are just solely for me. Mm -hmm. Like it's not for anybody else but Shayna. But because I do them for me, I then can show up my best self for everybody else. That's real. And I want to ask you one more thing before we get up out of here. Mm -hmm. uh, appreciate you in those breakdowns as well. We appreciate y'all listening. For sure. And we just pray that y'all continue to to tap in, man. Like I said, we just come in here and we, we have these discussions in home and then we just Put them out there to the world to kind of see what everybody else thinks about the things that we talk about on the daily. For sure. And how I want to finish this is I want to ask you, Shayna, do you think things that get a lot of attention correlate to them being valuable? I do not. I think in this day and age in society where you can like something intentionally or unintentionally or you can have a lot of followers, but the person who's behind that page can be alone and not have anyone they can really turn to. Mm -hmm. I don't think that attention correlates to value. I think value comes from knowing self. Mm -hmm. I think value comes from knowing how, comes from seeing yourself how God sees you. I think just simply with that perspective, we all have value, yeah. right? So I don't think it's then attached to whether other people see that value. But. And so, you know, I have to challenge you because mm -hmm. of the day and age we live in, right? You can go on Instagram right now and see somebody with a million followers that will articulate themselves in a description to you of who they are. Mm -hmm. And it'll sound like they're saying, but, and I have, I have status, I have value. Mm -hmm. Like people want to uh, hear me, see me, whatever they, they are of influence on the platform, right? Mm -hmm. But don't have reality morals and standards like they don't really have yeah the, the following that they have they don't represent it well but when they articulate it they like no I'm, I'm the big dog in this entity but that's what i'm saying so what about that misconception well i think the person who's saying that other unless it's because you've got credentials mm -hmm. i think having to say it says enough but in the world we live in who really got the credentials i'm telling but, you i can go on exactly instagram it. right now and find 18.6k but I, I promise you, I can't find the credentials nowhere on that person page or in their life. In their day-to-day walks, I don't see it, but the following and the likes say differently. I agree with you, but I think that is what pa Pastor would call culture's way. Mm -hmm. Just because culture's doing something doesn't mean it's right. Okay. Just because the masses have accepted or allowed something doesn't mean that's the way the, the, the rest of us who have value should be following or agreeing with or just going along with. You know, like we have to be okay with, like you said, sending 10 toes down on something that you might be the one who feels that way yeah. and standing for that. And that's really what makes the difference. What really matters the most. I think knowing what you value and what matters to you and that you have something to bring to the world and you got to find the right environment mm -hmm. to be able to thrive. 
and that environment might not be what everyone else is doing and you gotta be okay with that. The crazy part about this world and it's just crazier for the era that we're in because social media is so booming right now and it ain't going nowhere at this point. But the part, the point I'm trying to make right now is so many people that aren't living the lives they want to live that are optically showing things that they can't support mm -hmm. within their life. And when I say support, I'm talking about from a character standpoint, sometimes financial standpoint, yeah. sometimes uh, integrity standpoint. Like some people out here say, I'm a good man, but two, uh, two months down the road, you get caught in on scandals and Absolutely. become a public mockery. Yeah. But take those two months back, you were the idol in the public eye. So what I'm saying is there's so much we hide in the dark and come out into the public and like, hey, I'm this, and y'all should accept that. And so many people buy into it that nobody really does self-work anymore. And nobody really has the real, but can show anything. And like, I think the thing is, just because a lot of people aren't doing the self-work doesn't mean nobody is. Mm -hmm. And just because a lot of people aren't doing the self-work doesn't mean that the ones who aren't don't have much of an impact as well. I think the truth always comes to light. So it's like you said, someone could be saying a lot and being loud about it, but that doesn't mean that they're real or they've got the character to stand behind it. And lately I've been talking to friends and what I always say is character above everything. Mm -hmm. Because character never lies. And character stands the test of time. If you really are a good person, that is always going to be enough. You but know, you, because you're you're putting into being a good person. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I but you know and I know. Mm -hmm. If Michelle and Barack have a sit down and say, hey, we're going to talk about relationships. And if Blueface... And his girl say, hey, we finna talk about something today. Who gonna get the most views in that one day? But the amount of views doesn't correlate to the amount of value of people who's watching it. That's all I want here. Yeah, <laughs> the amount of views doesn't correlate to value. That's exactly where we land and where we stand, right? Like, it's, do you just want masses? Do you want quality? It's quality over everything. Man, I was just, hey, you just finished it right there. Thank you for that. So, what I was trying to get out of Shana in that moment was I wanted to understand if where everybody shows up and where everybody at, that don't make it right. Exactly. That's all I'm trying to tell everybody. And the world we living in, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole because I'm not, I'm just not, I don't got the time for it right now, but everybody know what's going on in the world. People are altering their bodies. People are uh, facading their lifestyles on social media. People are chasing another person's life to make their life seem like something. We just got to figure out what is our lane and how can we make that lane our best. There's, I don't really know an elaborate way to say it. Mm -hmm. How can we make our lane enjoyable for us and that be okay? Exactly. Instead of trying to take bits and pieces from other people's lives and claim it as our own. Exactly. So hope this podcast is impactful and informative to y'all and I hope y'all listen and go have a conversation in your friend groups or spouses, partners, friends, however y'all do it, family. Just have a discussion, man, because the world we live in needs to be talked about because our youth are misguided because none of us want to tell the truth because we still hurt from stuff when we were the youth. Y'all missing the, the understanding of it. That's the cycle we can't break and that's the reason the cycle can't be broken because we're so scared and to be transparent and vulnerable and tell our stories so that we can save somebody else. So we'd rather make everybody else learn the hard way because we had to learn the hard way. That's not right, y'all. And we got to get out of that selfish mentality because all it is is selfish. That's somebody that, well, if you've got knowledge of something, 
that somebody else is going through and you know what lies ahead. Why would you let them get all the way to it and, and experience that pain when you could have gave them an understanding and maybe they would have been able to manage the pain instead of just going through it and feeling it and taking it on blow for blow. Maybe they could have just had an understanding of it and, and managed it and had a less stressful, less traumatic experience than having something that they might not ever be able to shake out of. And you know that you had the words that would have helped, but you just didn't have the spirit or the want to, to serve. So I'm going to leave y'all with this. You don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to yourself. Y'all have a great day. Good day.